This episode of Says Who is brought to you by you through your support of our Patreon at patreon.com slash says who. Our Patreon, where every Sunday you get me and Maureen all over again if you give it the $5 or $10 a month level. And if you give it that $10 a month level, you also get a sticker in the mail every month. Special, only available for you. It's great. Patreon.com slash says who. People sometimes like that. They do. They like getting things in the mail. Dan? Maureen? Books. Mmm. Um, books are things you read. They are things that, and I cannot stress this enough, will remove you from reality. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. At any point, you could crack open one of mine or one by anybody and depart reality. Well, that's intriguing. Yeah. That's appealing. Uh, a lot of times they don't cost nothing because you can get them from the library. Oh. So take advantage of this free or sometimes you buy but can be free service to leave reality. Books. Man. I've written some, but like it's up to you. It's up to you. If you would like to buy some books... You can go to bookshop.org slash shop slash says who, where you will find all of Maureen's books, including the very soon to be released. Your guide to not getting murdered in a quaint English village. There it is. Out momentarily now. On the 14th. There you go. You can pre-order it now. Get it when it comes out at bookshop.org slash shop slash says who. Speaking of buying things on the internet, you can also go to merch.saysuhpodcast.com where you can get all sorts of Says Who podcast merchandise. Yep. That's yeah. The, that's it. I'm going to say yeah. That's all I got for you. Yeah? Okay. Yeah. All right. Are you holding some kind of switchblade? What are you What are you holding there? Not a switchblade, Dan. Look at it. It's a, it's a Triple wrench. Mm-hmm. Do you want to see what it's for? Been doing some wrenching. Yeah. Oh, oh, she's moving. Wow. She just revealed the most beautiful pair of roller skates. Look at I that. I've ever seen. They have kind of gummy blue wheels, little orange stopper. They're yellow leather with a rainbow on them with mm-hmm. rainbow laces, too. And I just noticed the initial M for Maureen. They're called Moxie roller skates. And these are my new children. Wow. Those are amazing. Yeah, I'm having trouble getting them to, like, they're really stiff and new. So I'm trying to tighten up this. Got to break them in. Yeah, trying to tighten these laces up, Dan. Ah. I mean, Ah. maybe maybe not now. Ah. Ah. Look at that. That's going to (laughs) sit. Clonk. Dan, let's do positive stuff today. Let's be positive. Let's be rainbow-tastic like your roller skate. Welcome to the Says Who Positivity Hour. It just, now you sound like a ghost. So does this mean I got to take all the horse paste stuff out of our... No, we're going to do the horse paste. It's not very positive. I don't know, man. 
I think we can work on it. Who says who? Yeah, gotcha. The podcast that isn't a podcast. It's a coping strategy. I am Dan Sinker. And I am back from Snaketown. You are back from the Snake River. Dan, Mm -hmm. uh, the listeners of the, the bonus episodes will know that I was away for... Uh, technically four days, three, four days. I went on a very short writing retreat with the same group of people that I always retreat with. Uh, They are from Amherst. Yeah. It's a very, it's a very small, tight group. Um, we rented a house. Uh, it was, it's, I thought it was more upstate New York, but it's not, it's really Southern New York. It's on the border between New York and Pennsylvania, which will explain a lot of things I saw. Okay. It was right on that border. And uh, the house was beautiful. It had, it was on a little, they dammed up a little river. So it had a pond directly underneath of it where I saw a snake. Yeah. But literally under the porch was the pond and you could just drift out on a tube and relax. And which I thought I was going to be doing the entire time until I saw the snake. Yeah. And then I never got back in. Didn't want to float into Snake Town. I once you see the snake, you can't unsee the snake. Yeah, but we had uh, we had a cookout one night where we even had a fire in the fire pit and we wow. made s'mores on the fire. Yeah, you did. Little kids with sparklers. That just sounds idyllic. It was that sort of a thing, Dan. That sounds nice. Did a lot of writing. Well, that's even better. But I did have to drive there and back. And driving out of New York City or back into it really takes a, just takes part of my soul away every time. Yeah, that sounds about right. It is tough. And uh, the ride up. So I left at, I got the car at 530 because zip cars never work when you first want them to. It was about 630 by the time I hit the road. Okay. Then you have to do a kind of death drive up through and out of Manhattan where seven lanes merge into one in a kind of free form fashion. Then everybody was driving at about 9 million miles an hour on every country highway I was on. And then by the time I, it was dark and it was dark, Dan. Yeah. I was out in the night. I was out in the Catskills by myself in a car going to a place I'd never been. Mm. And, uh, the roads were just utterly black. And I didn't know at one point I was driving along the cliff face. Hmm. Uh, they're all deer. I'm all up in there. Yeah. And it looked like pictures of when I was looking for image searches for pictures for the bo- box in the woods, which were just like a little flashlight beam through the dark woods. Yeah. That was my entire last 45 minutes of driving. Fun. Alone. That's, that sounds like real low stress drive. Into murder. Yeah. So by the time I got there at 9.30, I was a broken person. And they had they held dinner for me. We ate, and then I basically passed out. Yeah. So 
the drive back was a little less stressful, but it's still, by the time I got back, I was, it sends me into a little bit of a flare. I was staggering around. I could barely oh. get off the sofa. Hi. I was like, uh, uh, don't know how to say my name. So uh, I slept well and my body is resetting its circuits. But we could tell that this was a town at war with itself, Dan. Yeah. The closest neighbor to the house we were at had a big old, don't blame me, I voted for Trump banner spread out. They had lined their property with flags. Oh, nice. But then when you drive down to the next house, which is, you know, a bit further on, big old pride flag on that yeah. house. Then the next house, Trump pen signs. Next house, Black Lives Matter sign. Wow. Next house, Trump sign. Then you would see a lot of those Punisher flag, thin blue yeah. line things. Yeah. Creepily, I saw a few of those that were made into the shape of crosses. That oh. was un that oh. was upsetting. Mm. Um, real mixed bag at the local store in terms of masking. I bet. I spent a lot of time wondering how many people were open carrying in there. Yeah. I only saw one, but there were more. Yeah. Uh, aggressively not masked. There's a bunch of that. Sounds like things would be a little awkward at that town's ice cream social. On the way back, I did stop at what was clearly the greatest place. They had a, it was the local hot, to, uh, local hamburger ice cream place that made its own ice cream that had 50 delicious flavors. Oh. I did not get any. I just needed a cup of coffee. Wait, I stopped two places, Dan. Okay. The first place I stopped to try to get a, for the cup of coffee was Google recommended I go to the World Peace Cafe. Okay. Which turned out to be in a massive retreat uh, inside of a Buddhist temple. Wow. So I drove down this path to a massive Buddhist temple where a bunch of lovely hippies and monks guided me into the World Peace Cafe and made me a cup of coffee. Wow. There was no one around. It was very beautiful and peaceful. And they're like, we know you'll be back. Yeah. Because I was like, it's so oh, beautiful. Man. And they're, well, they were very nice. Like, they're like, do you like it? I was like, I love it. And they're like, then you'll be back. Like, it's lovely here. Why don't you come up? And it was really lovely. And then... I tried that coffee and as nice as they were, the coffee was like, it was not good. So I was like, Ooh, <laughs> Ooh, boy, oh boy. Like that's supernatural coffee. I can't, that's rough. So I was like, I think I need to get a cup of less organic coffee. Like this, this is rough. So the next place was the beautiful ice cream shop. Yeah. Where I was really tempted by all the flavors, but I was like, I just want a cup of coffee and I got it. And you could tell there was a real mix of non-masking in there, like uh -huh. aggressively like, I'm not a fucking man. I'm a fucking man. You fucking man. Uh, uh, there's a lot of stop the hoax. Hmm. Fun stuff. Um, yeah, there's a real mixed bag. That sounds like a mixed it was bag. A it was an area that was ripping itself apart in terms of its beliefs. Fun. Oh, yeah. That sounds fun. You know what I did last night, Maureen? That was fun. What? I recorded a podcast with our friends Mark and Hal. I what? recorded a We Got This with Mark and Hal. About what? Oh, that was the best part. Most overrated Disney ride. You did this without me? It was just me and Mark and Hal. I have to have words with those fellows. <laughs> it was fun. It's going to be out in a few weeks 
I'll well, let can you, you all know. Well, can you tell me what the answer is? No, because that's the whole point of the podcast. Well, can you tell me what some of the contenders were? No. You'll just have to listen to find out. Just whisper out. to me. Just... Obviously, the Haunted Mansion was not in that list. Oh, no, no, okay. no, right. no, Just... no. The winner was deserving. I will say that. Is it Small we're not, World? We're not getting there. No, but I did throw Small World into the pool. Is it Dumbo? No. Dumbo's... We're not getting, we're not... But anyway, I just am happy that I got to have a little fun last night. It was nice. It's not been a fun run. And I would say uh, from Janice's reports of Sezhuvia, feels like everyone is in a real, yeah, real shit tank right now. Yeah, this has been clearly one of the, I mean, and we've all been through some stuff, but this clearly has been one of the hardest periods. Yeah, it seems like collectively between, you know, the resurgence of Delta, back to school people that work in healthcare and just the unrelenting pace, you know, people that have family that is getting sick. It just is a hard time. And uh, we are, we are seeing that in the Facebook group. Like I said, Janice has been telling me all week. She's like, Holy cow. It's rough there. It's rough. Everyone's rough right now. Yeah. Um, you know, I was just thinking uh, later on today, I have to go pick up my my prescription. And I was uh, naturally, Dan, masked to the teeth Yeah. any time I stepped inside the grocery store, which the only places I stepped inside of were the grocery store and the two places where I bought yeah. the coffee or stopped to pee on the, on the way home. And always masked, always super careful, always kept my distance. But it made me so nervous just to be in some of those places yeah, where I was standing there waiting for my coffee. And then a cluster of people came in behind me and they weren't masked. I was like, Oh crap. Like I'm just waiting to give them some money. Like I can't just leave. I have to yeah. hand them money. Like oh, I got to get out of here. It's apparent made me paranoid enough that I'm probably going to buy it over the counter test. Yeah. I just buy next now, baby. Buy next now. That's when I go get, I got boxes of them in my ba basement now. Do you? Yeah, I bought three sets the other day. Just, you know. Just to have on hand. With the teen heading to school and all that, it's just like we got to keep a, keep our situa situational awareness up, as yeah. they say. I just saw one friend, actual friend, yeah. on Facebook saying that um, two of her daughters have caught breakthrough infections. Yep. Yeah, it's not great. So, it's not great. We didn't, okay, we, we, we don't want to stress you guys out because you guys already know all this. Yeah. Well, let's let's go to something more happy. Well, congratulations are in order, Maureen, mm -hmm. for scandal plagued representative and real shitbag Matt Getz. Oh, he ran off to California last week and got eloped. Oh, that's, Ginger Lukey. That's nice. His fiance, who he met ten months ago, and who he was originally going to marry in twenty twenty four. Mm -hmm. Those crazy kids just went off and tied the knot early. Was Nestor there? Well, in fact, the guest list included a former staffer for Rand Paul, who was both the officiant and the DJ. That's nice. He probably brought the noise. Mm. Uh, Ginger Lukey's brother, Oculus Rift VR company founder, Palmer Lukey, was there. 
Mm. No report on whether he wore his goggles the whole time. Mm-hmm. Uh, co-hosts of Bannon's War Room podcast, Raheem Kassan and Natalie Winters were there. Mm-hmm. And of course, Maureen, Matt gets his fake son, Nestor. Oh, Nestor. I wonder if they had him like do the thing where the like the little kid in short pants drops the flower petals in front of them as they walk, except he's a full grown adult doing he's it. He's like 23. Yeah. It's like shaving as he goes. I swallowed the ring. Oh, Nestor. <laughs> Nestor. Nestor. I think those crazy kids are going to make a go of it, Maureen, at least until Getz is indicted on sex trafficking charges. I guess she can't testify. Yeah, I think that's right. And that- they could probably do a quick asset m- move now. Mm. That's probably they can move that asset. Yeah. Move that ass. Speaking of asses, Maureen. Asset. Speaking of asses. Assets. Rudy. Oh. Was caught shaving at the JF, at the Delta Sky Lounge at JFK Airport while sitting at a table eating lobster bisque. What? Wait, Dan, I didn't look at these notes and I don't understand the words coming out of your mouth. Rudy Giuliani Uh caught on video in the frequent flyer lounge for Delta Airlines. Okay. Enjoying a bowl of lobster bisque soup Uh. and shaving with an electric razor. At the same time. At the same time. According to the person that made the video, he was using his iPad in selfie mode so that he could kind of get a mirror on his shave. And also, and I quote... It took him 15 minutes to have one bowl of soup because every time he'd bring the spoon up to his mouth, half would fall back into the soup. It was disgusting. Oh, I hate it. Dan, I hate it. (laughs) (sighs) It's also worth noting, as the article that I read noted, the Delta Sky Lounge at JFK Airport has full showers available to all members. He could have gone and shaved in the bathroom, but, you know, just, you got to multitask. Yes. Some lobster bisque and fill it with little hair clippings as you go. Oh, oh, I don't like that, Dan. I don't like it. I don't like that, Dan. What? Dan, I don't like that. It's, it's, um, it's something. Dan, I don't like it. <laughs> Listen, he's a busy guy. How drunk was he? I'm sure very. There's a free bar in there. Oh, yeah. Good point. He was loading up on some free give booze. Me a, guy. Give me a Jameson's. Hey, listen, can, I just get a, can I just take the bottle? Can I? Well, I got to have some stubble I got to take care of. So. I put it right into my soup. Just I'm going to just <laughs> a little drinky winky into the lobster bisque. Can I have a gin and crackers? I call this a shellfish cocktail. <laughs> instead of putting, instead of putting, instead of putting salt around the rim, I just put beard hair. Dan, I want to eat that right into the sun. I don't like that one little it's bit. Not good. Nope. It's not good. Where was he going, I wonder? Oh, uh, who knows? Maybe he was just stopping for some soup. He Maybe just he really lives likes there. that soup. What if he lives in the Delta Sky Lounge? 
I wouldn't put it past them. I wouldn't put it past them either. They, they've got chairs to sleep on, an open bar, and they do have showers. Yeah, that's true. There's a TV in there. He could put his little plaque down. It says Rudy Giuliani's office. What if he lives in the Delta Sky Lounge? I mean, there's no evidence against that. When I was a little kid, I used to play a mental game where I would pretend I lived in the supermarket. So I've mentally walked through a lot of these kinds of situations. There you go. Don't you ever play that game where you imagine what it would be like to live somewhere that you're not supposed to live, like an airport or a supermarket? I mean, or any any kid that has read the mixed up files of Mrs. Oh, Baisley mm-hmm. Frankweiler, right? Has uh, You live has inside of a store. Or, oh, yeah. yeah definitely. Yeah. I think that there's every possibility that he lives in a Delta style lounge at JFK. We have no evidence to the contrary. They've, and in fact, uh, entire video evidence backing it up. I mean, because that, first of all, easy escape. Yeah. I can get on any flight I need to. It's true. Let, let me on the plane. I'm Rudy. So he just lives at the airport, buys his tickets online or by his phone or, you know, some... And then he just lives at the in the Sky Lounge. He's that what you're su- talking about suggests a degree of familiarity that is too much. Yeah. On its base level, I have a real hard time with uh, any kind of a long term crocked soup mm. that's cream based. Okay. Feels gross to me generally. So the even before he began shaving, this whole thing was repulsive to me. I think as long as they're kept at a low, like a correct temperature and switched out frequently there, they're all right. Can I change the subject briefly? No. To our final little short news item. Okay. Before we get off to the races with our main discussion. Okay which is this came across the transom just moments before we uh, before we record it. The headline, go, this is from the New York Times, go-to lawyer for Capitol Riot defendants disappears. What? What is this? Let me just read it to you. Okay. The first few paragraphs. All right. The mysterious disappearance of the lawyer John Pierce began last Tuesday, prosecutors say, when he missed a hearing for one of the many cases where he is representing a defendant in the Capitol riot investigation. The young associate who took his place said that Mr. Pierce had, quote, a conflict at the time. No one seemed to give it much mind. But in the days that followed, Mr. Pierce, who's defending more cases connected to the riot than any other lawyer, missed additional hearings. And the reasons for his absence started changing. On Wednesday, his associate told a judge in one case that Mr. Pierce had gotten COVID-19 and was in the hospital on a ventilator. But only after telling a prosecutor in another case that Mr. Pierce had been in a car accident. That same evening, a different associate told the reporter that Mr. Pierce had in fact been hospitalized, but was getting care for, quote, dehydration and exhaustion. Finally, on Monday, after Mr. Pierce had still failed to emerge, the government got involved. Federal prosecutors issued letters to several judges in 17 capital riot cases, informing them that no one in the Justice Department had heard from Mr. Pierce in a week and that multiple phone numbers for his law firm appeared to have been disconnected. So he's in a hospital, probably. Who knows? Who knows? 
Mr. Pierce's unexplained absence was the only the latest twist in his outsized role in defending those accused of participating in the Capitol attack. His clients, among them members of the Proud Boys and the Oath Keepers militia, have stood out not only for their number, but also for the scorched earth battle that he has vowed to wage on their behalf. And now he's just gone. When was he last seen? Over a week ago now. While the government has not yet weighed in on the merits on his claims, prosecutors did express concern in their letters filed on Monday about the young associate, Ryan Joseph Marshall, who has been standing in for Mr. Pierce at the hearings he's missed. For one thing, Mr. Marshall is not a licensed lawyer, prosecutors said, and has taken actions on behalf of clients that he is not permitted to take. Moreover, they went on, it remains unclear if and when Mr. Marshall will be able to get his law license, given that he's under indictment in two criminal cases accusing him of corruption, theft and fraud in Pennsylvania. Oh, and this guy also represented Kyle Rittenhouse. Yeah. 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 He's just gone. You know, what other lawyer, you know, that... What court case that had a lawyer disappear during? No. Manson. So what you're saying is he's really Manson. No, I'm just saying that one of the Manson lawyers disappeared and they eventually found that guy's body in a ditch. Whoa. Yeah. Get on ditch patrol. Uh, uh, I know that's a dark thing to say. I'm just saying that it's the only other case where I think of like, yeah, that guy fully disappeared in the middle of the trial. And they were like, where is he? And then eventually they just found his body. Kind of feels like maybe he realized the grift has run out. Maybe he's living in the Sky Lounge, the Delta <laughs> Sky Lounge at JFK. Just imagine if that's where everyone ended up at some point. You just walk in, it's just full of Rudy and this dude. Dan, in 20 days time, I'm going to be at JFK Airport. Are you a Delta frequent flyer? Yes. <laughs> well, I'm not a frequent flyer. It's just that during the pandemic, they they kind of gave everyone fancy status because they're like, please fly again. They, yeah. I'm technically a Virgin Gold member now okay. because they, I, they just gave it to me. And I was like, OK, so it's going to be Maureen live from the Sky Lounge. I'm going to be in the fa- I'm going to be in the Virgin one, which is nicer. Uh, and also I'll be terrified. I spent I plan to spend that whole day just generally being terrified. That sounds right. I'm going to be real anxious, Dan. Yeah. That's in when? When are you flying? 20 20 days. 20 days. The 19th? The 20th. There you go. And, I mean, before then, we have Oscar's green card hearing or uh, meeting. Uh, We have have a lot of stuff, Dan. Wow. And you have a book that comes out. I have a book that's coming out. We have a green card thing. We're going to go to, and I have a book to write. Oh, I'm going to be a wreck. Uh, You know, the thing about you, you're like, you just, you do good under pressure. You're going to be fine. Just calm, cool, and collected. Are you making fun of me? No. I call you Maureen Diamond Johnson. You know what? Go fuck yourself, Dan. You're going to be great. Look at my roller skate. It's a good roller skate. Could a person with this kind of roller skate just freak out and have all her teeth drop out? For no reason except stress because she's afraid to go to an airport? Not at all. That I'm, is the roller skate of a ready, you're ready for anything. Damn right I am. Yeah. I, I'm real nervous about this trip, and 
Uh, we're do- yeah. We're doing it because we have to. Yeah. Although and- we think we're doing it. I mean, just today, the EU changed its policy on the U.S. and the U.S. is now red listed in the EU. Well, this is the one time that Brexit's worked out for you. <sighs> I guess we'll see. I mean, mm. all right, let's get to it. All I right, know, Maureen. We got to we have to we have to do this. Yeah. So, the big news this week. Oh boy, I just just I haven't read your notes, but I've just scrolled. Yeah. And boy, oh boy. Get ready. All right. Big news this week, Maureen, is the run on horse dewormer that's happening across America as the Delta variant spreads. Increasingly desperate anti-vaxxers are turning to ivermectin, an animal medicine, to help them not defeat COVID. Mm. We have heard a lot about ivermectin, Maureen, but today I thought we'd just take the horse by the reins (sighs) and discuss it a little bit. Ivermectin is a dewormer. It is not just for animals. There are versions of ivermectin that are approved for people, specifically for treating parasitic worms. And there is a topical version that's used for treating things like head lice. Okay. I think you have to have a real wild head lice to get a prescription for head lice. Usually you just deal with it with something over the counter. It is not an antiviral. And it does not protect or cure COVID-19, which is a virus, not a worm. So there's an issue there. So why has ivermectin been held up, as one doctor called it, as a wonder drug? And that's because uh, some studies have, quote, shown antiviral effects at very high doses. And that keeps getting, you know, bandied around. How high of doses Enough that it's, and I quote, toxic to human life. Mm. And in addition, it is also at that dosage toxic to viruses, which, yes, killing off your human host would, in fact, be an effective way to kill a virus. You know, like setting fire to yourself. Yeah. It's the same shitty science, actually, that got your hydroxychloroquine taken away last year for a while. Yeah. Uh, same basic argument. Well, if you take it in high enough doses, it'll kill a virus because it'll kill you too. Ivermectin has been studied. Studies have shown that it's not effective. Go figure. Uh, The only studies that have shown its effectiveness have been passed around in this weird-ass ivermectin world uh, have been withdrawn as fraudulent, according to NBC. But the thing is, you can't just walk into a Walgreens and walk out with ivermectin. The human version requires a prescription. Uh, It turns out most reputable doctors won't give it to treat COVID because it doesn't treat COVID. Right. And they don't like that? Yeah, it turns out most doctors don't like to prescribe medicine for things that it doesn't actually deal with. It's weird. Right. So that's where things get weird. We're going to go on a little ride. Oh, no. End at the feed store, but we're not going to get to the feed store quite yet. Oh, no. Oh, no. Because 
we need to talk about the two groups that are really pushing ivermectin. These are groups that have gone viral on Facebook that get time on uh, Fox News and that sort of thing. There are two. One is called America's Frontline Doctors. The other is called Frontline COVID Critical Care Alliance. They seem, as far as I can tell, to actually be unrelated groups, despite the fact that they have incredibly similar names. And I wish there was some sort of weird breakup in, in their storyline, but I couldn't find it. Okay. Uh, America Frontline Doctors, if you remember back, if you haven't purged all of last year from your mind, there were some white-coated doctors that gave uh, some like uh, press conferences talking about hydroxychloroquine. And uh, they got hyped by Donald Trump. He specifically hyped one of the doctors in American Frontline Doctors, who it also turns out believes that ovarian cysts are caused by sex with demons. I have those. Have you had sex with a demon? I don't think so. Well, think again, Maureen. Oh. Uh, The actual founder of America's Frontline Doctors, I'm not going to mention any of these people by name, by the way, because I don't think that they deserve their names being Googled and things like that. Right. Um, is currently on personal reconnaissance because she was indicted for storming the Capitol on mm. January 6th. Mm. Uh, she is out uh, pending her trial. While she's out, she's been appearing at anti-vax rallies. So that's great. Uh, the Frontline COVID Critical Care Alliance, which, according to a whole bunch of people that emailed me last week because I got on one of these fuckers email address email lists because of uh, the Atlantic story that I wrote. Uh, most of them refer to it simply as FLCCC. They uh, they have the guise of um, being more medical than American frontline doctors. They were founded by someone who actually is a critical care doctor or was a critical care doctor. Uh, He had to resign his post after becoming too outspoken about ivermectin a a bit ago. Mm. Uh, Their website features a list of doctors that will prescribe ivermectin. Uh, Most of those are telehealth doctors. One of them is in Afghanistan, which seems wild right now to try to get your prescription from. Uh, another one's credentials misspelled the Mayo Clinic, which seems good. Mm. Most appear to be in Florida and other southern states currently crushed by COVID. The founder of FLCC, he admitted less than a month ago that his whole family got COVID despite taking ivermectin. Right. So that seems just good. great. Yes. So how we end up in feed stores is because uh, America's Frontline Doctors partnered with a telehealth company. Uh, Again, not going to name the name of that company. Uh, And that company will give you a online consult with a doctor who will then write you a prescription for ivermectin. They also will hook you up with a pharmacy that will ship it to you. Uh, NBC reporter Ben Collins got a hold of the intake form for this telehealth company. One of the questions simply reads, which medicine would you prefer? And then you can click on a button for hydroxychloroquine or ivermectin or a third that reads, not sure. Right. Seems legit. Whatever. Yeah. So the problem is this telehealth provider was slammed by so many people coming to it. Uh, And so according to Collins, now when you try to get an appointment, you're warned that there's going to be a very long wait time to get 
uh, set up. Uh, plus the appointment costs money, the pharmacy costs money, the meds cost money. And so that brings us to buying horse paste from mm. feed stores. Because okay. while it is hard to get ivermectin for humans, and even the shady telehealth hookup can be slow, people began to turn to feed stores because, as we certainly have all learned this week, a popular use of ivermectin is for deworming your livestock, especially in horses, in paste form. Right. And you can just walk into a feed store and walk out with ivermectin. You don't need a prescription. There was, if I'm not mistaken, an entire Seinfeld episode basically about this. Was there? I think Kramer needed antibiotics and he got it from a vet. And then he became a sort of dog-like. So you couple easily available horse paste with the internet and now you Mm. have entire online communities giving themselves advice on how to self-administer this. (sighs) Dan, I don't like this. Well, takes a fun turn because one of the things that they're all giving each other advice on is one of the side effects of taking horse medicine, Mm. which is you keep shitting your pants. Sounds fine to me. I'm sorry, Rudy. (laughs) What's the problem? So now you have uh, these communities giving each other advice on the correct quote unquote correct dosage for taking horse medicine and also how to deal with the fact that the horse medicine that you're taking gives you basically a constant stream of slurry coming out of your ass. Mm -hmm. I don't like this Dan. It's not good. It's not good. It's it, it is however hilarious. And if it just stopped with all of them shitting themselves, I'd be a happy camper. Uh, But people have ended up in the hospital because they're ODing on ivermectin. And even more people are ending up in the hospital because they took a fucking horse paste instead of the fucking vaccine. And so they have COVID. Right. Right. So they could take a free shot that actually works. Yep. Or they could buy horse paste at the feed store. Yeah. Give themselves a very, very serious GI problem. Yeah. And then still die of COVID. Yeah. I see. Yeah, it's smart. And now there is a run on medicine for horses, which seems like that's going to, you know, not just horses, but if there's a run on a lot of livestock deworming, that's going to be a problem at some point for the livestock. Going to have a, a whole meat supply chain full of worms, which seems great to me. Go veggie. Uh, Some feed stores have uh, put up limits on who can buy it. One uh, widely distributed photo was of a feed store that requires you to show a picture of you and your horse before they will sell you ivermectin. Uh, Facebook has a ban on ivermectin groups so uh, all of the ivermectin groups have turned into referring to themselves as horses so that they can continue to give each other advice on how Wait, to take horse I'm sorry. paste i'm sorry excuse what yeah so uh you can't like facebook they're... will block groups that are giving each other uh 
medical advice for using ivermectin. So the workaround has basically been to say, I have a horse. Like if I was talking about me, I would say, I have a horse that's around 215 pounds and he's full of worms. How much ivermectin should I be giving my horse? Right. I thought when you first said that, that you meant they were pretending to be horses. <laughs> Nay. Like they were like, I'm a, I'm a horse. Oh, it's me. I'm a horse. I wish. I know that in one case, there was a judge who forced a hospital or a doctor to... A hospital system in Ohio yesterday. Yeah. Uh, the A woman has been begging the doctors in that hospital to give her husband, who is an, on in last stage level COVID at this point, uh, to give him ivermectin, and they have refused, and she was able to get a court to agree that they have to administer ivermectin to him. I have to see something, Dan, about ivermectin. Yeah. Ivermectin. Okay. I need want to see what one American news network is saying oh about ivermectin. RIP your Google search forever now. Uh, let's see here. Uh, well, whether OAN is spreading it or not, it is being spread prominently. Three right wing radio hosts who have preached ivermectin and anti-vax rhetoric have died this month, two in the last week. A prominent anti-mask organizer in Texas who'd been dosing himself with ivermectin died last week. People are dying because they will pay money for horse paste as a preventative against COVID, instead of getting a free vaccine as a preventative against COVID, only one of which thing works as a preventative against COVID. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't like it. I don't like I it. I don't like it, Dan. Yeah. I know you want me to like it, but I don't. I don't, I don't want you to like it. People are just pooping. They're just shitting themselves. In eating horse paste, which apparently tastes terrible, go figure, it's for horses, uh, a lot of people are like, it's not that bad if you eat it with toast with jam. So they're what? like, they're like treating it like uh, Marmite, which also tastes gross. No, Marmite is delicious. Mm. Marmite is delicious. Mm. All right. Well, you should maybe try some horse paste. I am while you're at it. I did not want this, but I just uh 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 <laughs> You okay? Oh, Rand oh. Paul's Rand Paul's in it now. Yeah, so the uh the founder of the FLCCC uh has actually talked uh, he, he has testified twice to the Senate because uh, Ron, uh, Ron Johnson in Wisconsin has brought him in a couple of different times. Who Ron Johnson, who is up for re-election this coming round. So if you're in Wisconsin, consider that. 
But Rand Paul is saying that it's only hateful, hatred for Trump that's blocking research into ivermectin. Yeah, that's it. It is wild how much, having looked at these sites, how much it sounds exactly like the whole hydroxychloroquine shit from last year. Which at least has the advantage of being a, a medicine for humans. Yes. Well, the Iver, there are versions of ivermectin for humans. Yeah, but, but not the kind you buy in the feed store. Correct. And neither of which uh, actually treats COVID. No. Which is the key element here, treating the disease that you have. It's not great. We have definitely reached the point of people eating horse paste. Oh, now, Dan, we don't want to remember this is our fun time happy hour. And, you know, we're seeing a lot of super stuff. We're seeing some really weird behavior at school, school uh, board meetings. Yep. People getting up and shouting that they're magnetic and that demons are causing things to happen and that masking causes demons. And it, it, you know, it's, it's, it's not, you know, it's not what we want. No. Uh, Obviously there was a big hurricane this week. Uh, There's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of stuff. It does feel like the sort of grace period that we had where it felt like news was slowing down for a bit. That is all gone now. And you did bring up the hurricane, and it is worth pointing out if you are a Sesuvian in Louisiana or Mississippi or anyone out who or has family in those places or friends in those places, you know, we have been thinking about all of you all weekend as we've seen this thing blow through. You know what, Dan? I think with the Trump stuff, the stupidity felt, not that it was, but it felt very concentrated. Yeah. Like there was a stupid head and he, and he said stupid words. And he yep. was very, very stupid. And you could l- point out and be like, that's a, that's a really stupid thing. And yeah. the problem is now, it just feels more diffuse. Yeah. Like there's it's definitely. Peop- yeah. People yeah, getting up and saying, you know, vaccines made me magnetic. I'm taking horse paste. Right. To fight a virus. Yeah, it is. It is fully distributed at this point. Yeah, mm-hmm. Actually, to the point that a couple of weeks ago, um, Trump gave a speech, I believe, in Alabama where he actually did. Well, he, a, he you know, tooted his own horn for getting the vaccine done. And then, you know, gave some sort of it's a beautiful vaccine. It's a wonderful vaccine. You know, you can have your freedom, but you should take the vaccine. And he got booed. So he doesn't even have full control anymore over uh, over the level of distribution of this truly bananas time. Yeah. You know, the the horse is out of the barn, as they would say. The horse is out of the butt. (laughs) The horse is out of the butt. Dan, but says Hoovia itself is a is a tight and wonderful place. It is. Everyone's taking care of each other. Yep. We cannot recommend enough being in the Facebook group, even yeah. though it's on Facebook. Yep. Like that, there's that, that's not great. But everyone has is super supportive of each other. They they've got a whole bunch of books for someone's classrooms. I was I was pulling that up oh, right now. Yeah, read the story, Dan. Yeah. So we got we got this forwarded to us from Janice. Janice is the amazing moderator of the Facebook group and is the 
eyes and ears of that group and heart of that group. And she will send us stuff every now and then. And uh, she sent a, a note to us that says, it says, Whovian, who's a school librarian, had a birthday recently. And a bunch of says Whovians pitched in to buy things off her wish list for her school library. She posted a pic today of a tower of books for her library. And she wrote, the secretary called her and said, if you have a moment to come down and collect your, quote, Jenga tower of packages, that would be awesome. So she said, you know, thank you for your generosity. The kids are going to be so stoked when they see all the new books tomorrow. It is a really remarkably good place. I mean, yeah, you guys did that. Yeah. You guys did that. Yep. You sure did. So, you know, when when things get you down, remember, you got a gang. You got a good gang. You got a real good gang, Dan. Got a real good gang. They'll never leave you in the Delta Sky Lounge to eat soup and shave. (laughs) Oh, it's so gross. It's gross. I don't like it. Dan, what's going to happen to Rudy? I mean, Rudy... I mean, A... Do you think Rudy's taking the horse paste? I bet he's taking the horse paste. I think that Rudy's not taking it, not because he wouldn't, just because he's missed the whole thing. I, I think I think Oblivion gets gets I think Rudy, because he's on a skateboard called Oblivious, <laughs> like he's just I think that he does miss some stuff. I think he's probably like, well, I'm already shitting myself anyway. I probably don't have COVID. Can't hurt to just take the horse base too. Didn't he ever get COVID or he didn't get COVID? <sighs> he did get COVID. He did. Yeah. In the midst of all of the, uh, in the midst of all of the election, election fraud stuff, everyone in that crew got COVID at one point, Rudy right. among them. He got the uh, Regeneron stuff. So right. he was quickly fixed. You know, the last couple of weeks, I realized that I was real drifty in my mind, like as as was evidenced in some of the recordings. Like I seem <laughs> to be genuinely out to lunch. <laughs> and then a, some friends of mine also mentioned that they were feeling very out to lunch and then oh, just yeah. pointed out like it's just um, it's really common right now to feel a little bit out to lunch. It's because of everything that's going on. Yeah. So what I want to really establish is, remember, it's safe. There is no COVID in Sezhuvia. It's true. That's always, it's always been virus free. And in Sezhuvia, the only people eating horse paste is horses. Oh, yeah. And we have a lot of, a lot. We have a lot of really nice horses. Many horses. But there is a very comfortable room in the rec, in our community center. Several comfortable rooms. Um. And especially in the fall, it's going to be really nice in there. You can come in at any time. There's always like blankets, pillows. You just curl up. You can always, you can, there's rooms where you can hang out alone and read or just hang out with the others, just sit. And uh, it's really nice in there. Um, so you're always welcome. It's really nice in there, Dan. I've been in it there. Is. I know. Well, dim lighting. Plinky plonk music happening Some, quietly. Someone tried to bring a an acoustic guitar in there, Dan. I'm afraid I didn't take too kindly to it. Well, that's fine. I I grabbed that and I. We don't I, need a guitar guy in that room. 
look, I, I appreciate your guitars, but I've often said there's no occasion that an acoustic guitar can't worsen. So, you know, it's just, uh, and that's no offense to guitar players. I'm sure they didn't take any. Why would they? (laughs) I'm sure it was fine. I'm sure that was an entirely just like, meh. Yeah. No, I mean, I like, I like that they play guitar. Mm -hmm. I just, I just get real nervous when I see one. (laughs) I don't get nervous when I see an electric guitar. Okay. But I get real nervous when I see an acoustic guitar. I was like, someone going to folk sing at me? Like, I just get very. (laughs) I like loud, stinky music. (laughs) Well, there is no loud, stinky music in the chill rooms. Yeah, but there is is an acoustic guitar room. Yeah. I just Just... don't go in there, but I appreciate (laughs) that it's there. Yeah, and it's soundproofed. They don't let me in. There's a little picture that says, Maureen, you should probably not come in. Uh, fair enough. You know, I just keep going along to the loud, to the loud stinky music. <laughs> it's a good place. I do a Hubia. lot of cooking because well, ideally I would, I cook in an ideal world because I got to cook when I was at the retreat because there were many, many people to feed. And I was happy. Yeah. Because I could cook for 10 people. That's fun. What'd um, you cook? I made a big old mushroom risotto. Wow. Uh, I had a little herb garden there. So I put in fresh handfuls of herbs and I made a tomato salad and some uh, roasted asparagus and a big green salad. And, you know, it's the usual vegetarian standbys, but it was good. Well, that's good. Except the kids, the kids don't like the mushroom risotto. So they got, you know, Elio's pizza and no. Pasta with no sauce on it. Yeah, that's what we do at our house. We call it pasta pasta because well, one does not like stuff on his pasta. Likes just a butter pasta with salt. So we do two pastas, pasta pasta. I wonder why that that is. Kids just don't they they, they don't, they like don't have a big flair for flavor. They like white food, like white bread yeah. and children nuggets and yeah potatoes our little one it's funny because he's actually he's he's game to try anything and he will even like a lot of things but for some reason like plain pasta is just his yeah go-to does he, he like pizza good, oh yeah likes pizza likes he'll pizza. eat a pepperoni pizza with the best of them mm. did he get a slurpee no. I'm really invested in this Slurpee, down. We did get a uh, soft serve this week. Oh. We drove out to a little dairy bar place and got soft serves. Uh, this place has lots of different flavors of like uh, things that they'll dip mm. your soft serve in. And like I discovered, what? well, like, you know, your normal chocolate and, you know, that kind of thing. But they have a peanut butter dip. It's mm. real good. I got the chocolate soft serve dipped in peanut butter. Oh, it was a good time. I like a cherry dip. Uh, they have that. I like they have that. cherry dip. They have blue raspberry. They have all kinds, all kinds. It was little fun. Sprinkles, sprinkles. Yeah, get it dipped in sprinkles. But uh, the little one just wanted the twist. He was like, "I don't want it dipped in anything." Because right. it gets a little out of control with the dip. Things start melting, cracking. He likes he likes a little a little order in his eating. Mm. Anyway, there on were that some note, really good ice cream flavors at this ice cream shop I was uh, in, Dan. They was really tempting. The menu was so extensive it went all the way around the room. I like that we have we have turned this car right around back to Burger Town for back us. Back to Burger Town. 
It's how it is. I was very, very tempted. I love a, I, this is a recent development. I love uh, like birthday cake ice cream. Just the one okay. with the chunks of the plain cake yeah, yeah. and the and the sprinkles in it. Yeah. Didn't think I would like something that basic. Man, I love it. That feels on brand to me. For me? Yeah. Like a sprinkly vanilla ice cream. That feels like a Maureen Johnson ice cream. I, I mean, I never met an ice cream I didn't like. But, there you go. Um, there is eventually Maureen Johnson when you come to Chicago again. After hell is over, we will go to this ice cream place called Pretty Cool Ice Cream that makes uh, like ice cream bars like on sticks. Mm. And they are incredible. They are amazing. We just had a run. Uh, I, we got like four different flavors, two of which were pie based. There was a peach pie and a banana cream pie, both of which are just incredible like peach ice cream and banana cream ice cream and then they dip it into a graham cracker crust shell which is amazing also got one that was goat cheese and black raspberry oh it was good when you come to new york again i will take you to the place because i've never had this i've just walked past it all the time that i have had their ice cream but they will make you a milkshake with a full piece of pie in it oh yeah i've had a pie wait oh that's the chicken joint isn't the, it? The chicken joint does it, but there's another place that does it. Okay. I've had it from that chicken joint. And how was what it? That chicken joint is called good. So the pie on its own was good. And then the pie in the milkshake was good as well. Yeah. Hill Country Ooh. Chicken. That's Hill what it was. I like a thin milkshake, Dan. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I always get very disappointed when I get a thin milkshake. Oh, the thinner, the better. That's how I like it. That's just milk. I just like a thin one. Just like a flavored milk. And the best, I mean, obviously the best ice cream flavor is mint chocolate chip. I, it, it is a very good chocolate flavor. Yeah. The teen hates mint. So we don't get a lot of mint flavored things at our house. Okay. It's one of the few things that he will just straight up refuse to eat. I'll grab a mint leaf off the plant and chew it. We uh, once lived in a place that the entire backyard was overrun by mint and cilantro and boy, it smelled good. Yeah. I... I am a big iced tea drinker, Dan. Make mm. big pictures of iced tea, then I cut a bunch of mint and shove that in there. Delicious. I want iced tea right now. Yeah, I'm gonna make a picture. I'm gonna make a picture when I'm done here. Sounds good. I left Oscar for a couple of days, and he went a little feral, so I'm turning the bus around. <laughs> I think he did a lot of takeout. Well, there you go. Deserves it. It's fine. Just chill. Guess what? What chicken butt says? Who is made possible by you? Chicken butt. Through your support of our Patreon at patreon.com slash chicken says who backslash chicken butt. Our Patreon, where every Sunday you get a whole nother episode of says who me and Maureen talking to you. If you give it the five or $10 a month level that uh, directly helps us get this whole thing done all the time for you. And at that $10 a month level, you get a sticker, the, August stickers are in the mail to all of you right now because August just ended and uh, September stickers will be gearing up soon. Oh, boy. It's a good time. Our theme music is performed by Ted Leo. Our logo is designed by Darth. You can contact us at Says Who Podcast on Twitter. You can email at hey, that is H-E-Y, at SaysWhoPodcast.com. We just got an old-timey email today, and it was great. Oh, and I like getting emails. Yeah. 
You can join the discussion on Facebook at slash group slash says Whovians. Our Facebook group is moderated by Janice Dillard. And once again, what an amazing community of humans that group is. So thank you all for doing it. There's also a fan run discord server at tinyurl.com slash says who discord. And please do spread the word, subscribe, leave stars and reviews on Apple podcasts or wherever you listen. And you can join us next Wednesday, September 8th for our next episode. Well, did we lose you? No, I'm just waiting for you to finish. Oh, I figure you just have something and would take us all off tired, off topic again. No, no, you're just ready. I'm focused. You're locked in. Okay. I'm focused. From my basement in Chicago, I am Dan Sinker. And from a place of uh-huh. peace, of love, of, of, of exploration, Dan, I think that's the word I'm searching for because you see, I got this, oh. I got this new skate and yeah. I really got to tighten the. I'm really having trouble tightening this. The tongue of that looks like it is just as thick and hard as a piece of wood. It's not hard, but it's quite thick. Yeah. It's a very solid boot. It really is. I mean, it's you're nicely. Not gonna, you're not going to fuck up an ankle with that, which is No, nice. this thing is nicely made, but it really is not. It's very, very hard to tighten these laces. I'm just going to tighten these laces, Dan. You hear me tightening them? You should like smash them under a leg of your bed for a few days. No, I'm just doing this. Just All tightening right, well maybe, the... maybe let's finish the episode before I'm you start. I'm just tightening the laces You're on my skates. very far from your microphone I'm right just now. tightening the laces on my new skates. Okay, but you could do that once we're done. Hold on. We're almost done. I tightened it a little bit. Okay. Look how, look how cool these are. They're look very at, cool. Look at my skates. They're very cool. Yeah, I like them. Let's put were my those a, were those a present to yourself? Yeah. Yeah, you deserve it. It was for writing three books. Yeah. Yeah. I said I would buy the new skates. And you earned them. You should have bought yourself a skate and a roller rink. I'm rolling my skate back and forth. Yeah, they can't see. Wee. All skate. right. Why don't you go ahead and say skate, your name? Skate, 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 skate. Oh, I love you, skate. I love you, skate. Skate, 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 skate. I love you, skate. Yay, skate. Wee. I'm rolling my skate back and forth, Dan. I know. Wee. And, but we could, you could do that a lot once we're done. Skate, skate, Just skate. Just the whole afternoon. You I feel like it. I'm retreating. Skate, skate. Okay. Yay. Hey, real quick, what's your name? My name? Uh-huh. Skate, 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 uh, skate, skate. I love to skate. I love to. I have all my pads too. Well, that's good. Got a whole bag full of pads. I got the pads like six months ago. You're set. But then I got the skates. Safety first, as they say. Safety for a long time for a skate, skate, yeah. skate, 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 okay. skate. Time to be. Hmm? Time to be done. Okay. Bye bye. <laughs> this has been sexy. I think I genuinely regressed there for a minute. Yeah, you were you were somewhere else. <laughs> you were somewhere else for sure. Look how cool these are. Dan. They're very cool. I mean, I love them. <laughs>